Martin Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 58 degrees in downtown Boise this morning, underway on another beautiful day. Uh, Going to be a little smoky and a little hazy. Uh, I heard some people complaining yesterday uh, about... Who, who do you complain to that, about that to? Uh, social media listens to complaints from oh. everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that uh, people, why are we smoky and hazy? Um, it, it seems, you know, like we have this beautiful day, and with all the snow that's in the mountains, there's no way that we could have wildflowers flower, fires. Fires yet. Yeah. Um, the wildfires are happening in Canada, and that smoke oh, is well, being that, blown down into here. That makes sense, you know, because they're so far north of here. So that's why you saw all the smoke and the haze in the Treasure Valley yesterday is because of the uh, wildfires somewhere up in Canada blowing that down in here. It looks like it might have cleared up a little bit overnight, looking pretty good as we look out the windows here this morning. For the Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Uh, Absolutely love this time of year. Chris and I get to go out and uh, get a chance to meet you. More importantly, uh, we get a chance to have breakfast as we are working. (laughs) I, I know. I'm, I'm I'm being honest, yes, right? If you'd like a list of our priorities, <laughs> you just you know check the website. There. I, I am being honest. Um, so we are here in Star today, and once again, um, if we, you want to come the, on out and join us, we're at the Star yeah. Country Cafe. Um, if you want to come out and join us, they're already open. Yeah, the mayor's already here. The mayor is here. We're going to talk with him coming up after seven o'clock. Uh, also, uh, Senate first-term senator Tammy Nichols. This is uh, her area. We're going to talk with her a little bit later this morning. Uh, one of the things we'll talk about is her visit to the border here recently and get her impressions on that. Also, uh, had a request for the king and queen of Star to mm-hmm. stop by. I have not heard back. King Butch and Queen uh, Queen yeah, Lori. A, a yeah. confirmation yet on whether or not. Are they king and queen, prince and princess? One of the way. They're, they live. You're, you're, you're giving me a serious look like I'm <laughs> supposed to answer that question. We, they live in the star area, so this we've invited them to stop uh, on by this morning. So um, who knows? We may have uh, guest stars stopping in all morning long here at the Star Country Cafe. And, uh, man, looking at their menu, this is the quintessential cafe if you could Mm -hmm. if you could put a picture on a cafe and look at the menu and the food that a cafe serves that this would be it this is kind of the picture you would draw wouldn't it i think so yeah yeah um this should this should be the wikipedia entry after cafe one of the uh, places and that next week's place also is uh, open at six o'clock by the way um but they are open already um and it's kind of cool. There, there are people here who showed up before six, and most places don't even op- won't even open the doors until six o'clock. This is another one of those typical small cafes in a small town. Yeah, um, people showed up before six, and they took their orders and started feeding them so fast. Mm-hmm. Like your ride showed up, yes. and with you and ordered. That was cruise, and was in and out before the show started. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I told him to get whatever he wanted, so he ordered something to go. Kudos. Just what he wants is to go home. <laughs> Kudos to that. Yeah, he didn't want to put up with our, our crap for the next four hours, that's for sure. Um, our phone lines are open. It's also Open Phones Friday today, uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is brought to you uh, by Fast Eddie's and Meridian. By the way, uh, Fast Eddie's is where we're going to be next week. And remember, we were there four years ago 
beginning of more Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. uh, for their grand opening. Right. And, and it seems like we go back every year uh, on their anniversary of their opening. And, and they're still open. Once again, we're going to be going there uh, coming up here next week for our hometown breakfast. Uh, they've, of course, served breakfast also at Fast Eddie's. And one of the things that we talk about, because they are sponsors of Open Phones Friday, man, if you want to get your day started off with an energy drink or two or five, um, they have over 400 to choose from. So yeah. you if, can go in for a it, year and order a different one every day and not hit all of them. If you're into kind of a grab-and-go breakfast, that's the place to go because you can go in there and get like 800 choices before you, you know, mm-hmm. even get five feet into yeah. the place. Um, so uh, come on in today. Like I said, they are already open for breakfast. Uh, it's worth the drive to Star if you uh, live a little ways away. Um, we'd love to say hi to you, um, but that's not the only reason to stop by. If it wasn't enough, breakfast, us being here, we have your final chance to win Luke Combs concert tickets. Man, talk about a great day for a concert tomorrow at Albertson Stadium. Um, we're looking at temperatures uh, tomorrow to be in the 90s during the day. So concert time, you're looking at 70s I and 80s. There's, I bet there's nothing you'd rather do at a football stadium on a Saturday <laughs> than go to a concert, right? <laughs> well, this time of year, uh, yeah. Uh, well, May, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so we've got a final pair of tickets. Everybody who comes in today. We'll have a chance to win those tickets. All you have to do is come on back, and we'll get your name. Somebody will be drawn at random at the end of the show. We'll announce it just before the end of the show. Somebody will get those tickets. We also have tickets today. Idaho Steelheads, the uh, first round of the division championships gets underway Saturday and Sunday. Idaho Steelheads playing at Idaho Central Credit Arena. Now, we have four pair of tickets for Sunday here live on location that we'll be giving away today. Um, so we'll be giving those away starting after 7 o'clock. Uh, everybody who wants to get in on those, you also just have to come in and say you heard it here on News Talk KBOI, give you a chance to win those tickets. In addition to that, we also have a pair of tickets for those of you who are listening today to Saturday night, you'll have a chance to win. So if you want to lock in your speed dial at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, you can do that. And we'll have a final pair of tickets coming up here today for the uh, Idaho Steelheads Saturday night game. All right. So that sets us up for what's going on uh, here today. And once again, emails, Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com if you want to partake, and you can also text us. We monitor uh, that number also. You can text us, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Have you mentioned bacon yet? Not yet. They have bacon here. They have bacon. It's always uh, an interesting thing to go through to see what I'm going to get my side of bacon with. Last week I had bacon with a side of bacon. That's true, you yeah. do. I can vouch for that. Because the bacon, the first round of bacon was so good that I ordered another side. And you know the amazing thing? I'm not even ashamed. It was 10 o'clock and there were still two pieces <laughs> of bacon left. And I looked over and I said, who are you and what have you done with my cast? You thought I wasn't going to eat my bacon, didn't you? No. <laughs> I just wondered why it took you that long. Uh, it, it, I, I like to savor my... I don't like to have to chew it and eat it really <laughs> fast uh, before I have to talk. Unless but, there's like four pounds of it. In which well, case, yeah, you know, th- then I'm just, yeah, then I'm just going crazy. Uh, on some of it. Um, uh, some of the other things uh, we're going to be talking uh, uh, about today, got a couple of uh, local things. Uh, McCall, for those of you who are hoping 4th of July, you remember when you used to be able to go to McCall 4th of July, hang out at the parks, hang out at the beaches, public beaches, and, you know, maybe have a cold beer? No, but sure. For a years, few years ago, they uh, quit allowing that because, mm. um, you know, people went crazy and instead of just having a couple of beers, had... A massive amount of beers and... What is wrong with people? I know. It ruined it for everybody. There was hope 
that it would be coming back, that they would uh, loosen that up. Uh, McCall uh, has made a decision on their alcohol ban on the 4th of July. And if the reason you like enjoying the 4th of July is because of fireworks and alcohol, you might want to pick someplace else to go. I'll just say that right now. Yeah, those things aren't even really supposed to mix, are they? Oh, no, yeah. For a redneck 4th of July? Yeah, you have to have both of those. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, okay, you can set up a scenario where they are a good idea, but it, it's... Well, I didn't say they were a gen- good idea. Generally, it just seems like it's a recipe. For- <laughs> I, I never said they were a good idea. I you said... Know, burning burning they- something <laughs> to the ground. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've ever been to a uh, fireworks show where drinking wasn't involved. In some have way, shape, ever, or form. Have you ever seen somebody go up to light a firework and his breath sets it on fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen where that probably could have happened. Yeah. It is 6.15, time for a first check on what's going on in sports this morning with Rick Worthington. It's brought to you by, once again, Pork Belly in CUNA. And if you want the best clam chowder that you have ever eaten, don't believe me, you can check it out for yourself. Go to uh, Friday at Pork Belly in CUNA every Friday. Chef Wally makes it up for scratch. As a matter of fact, he's already there making it up for scratch t- from scratch today. And uh, get yourself some clam chowder. Pork Belly, downtown CUNA. We're going to start with a little baseball. The Boise Hawks are opening their season next Tuesday. And right now they're in town preparing for the start of the season. Here's Bob Beeler. The Hawks have 14 returning players and 12 newcomers on the roster for their third season playing in the Independent Pioneer League. One of the rookies is outfielder Kenny Oyama, who played collegiately at UCLA. I was just looking uh, for a place that you know I'd be able to develop and uh, you know get to the next level. So I, th- I thought this was a great place to come and you know develop my skills and help win. Oyama is five foot four and 150 pounds. Having hit 284 with the Bruins to go with a team-high 20 stolen bases, he talked about his role leading off. Get on base, score runs, steal bases, uh, you know, grab a couple of knocks here, run into a ball here and there. The Hawks will play exhibition games Friday and Saturday night before the season opener next Tuesday night at home. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Other local sports, the Western Conference Finals to the Kelly Cup Playoffs Round 3. It will be the Toledo Walleye taking on the Idaho Steelheads. That series will get started tomorrow night here in Boise for Game 1. Game 2 is Sunday. I'm Rick Worthington. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Already underway this morning, the Star Country Cafe is open for business. You know how we know? Um, There have been plates coming out. People already here this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, They open up uh, seven days a week at 6 o'clock in the morning, and uh, they're open until 2 every afternoon. So you got breakfast and lunch. We've already got people who have signed up for Luke Combs. So just again, a reminder, if you want Luke Combs tickets, this is our final pair of tickets, by the way, for tomorrow night's concert on what is going to turn out to be an almost perfect day to see an outdoor concert uh those are all, all always a little iffy yeah. uh weather wise when you start to plan those in the spring but uh it is going to be absolutely beautiful luke combs concert tickets are up for grabs for you today we also have four pair of tickets to the idaho steelheads after seven o'clock we'll start giving away those tickets coming up here for you this morning star country cafe easy to find by the way if you're headed out here it's on state street Pretty much can't miss it. Big, huge sign. But if you want to lock it into your speed dial, you can at 108883 uh, West State Street. Right across from the Star Merc, which, by the way, is not in and out. 
No. But from down the street, looks Looks, like, looks a little you know, like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so stop on by. We'd love to see you uh, this morning. It's a great chance for us to get out and uh, meet our uh, listeners. So love to see that. Plus, it could pay off for you, not just with a breakfast, but with a lot of great stuff that we'll be giving away throughout the morning here today. A couple of things that uh, we're going to be talking about. The uh, Meridian Police Department uh, getting criticism over a video showing two officers um, forcing a man to the ground and punching him repeatedly. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about that this morning and get your input. Um, love to get your input, especially for those of you who have seen the video. If you haven't seen it yet, you might want to get on social media and see I if you can seen, find it. I have seen his mugshot. Uh, it shows that he... My, my guess is he's looked better. Yeah. Um, he, he does have uh, cuts and uh, bruises. In his mugshot, abrasions, abrasions, um, but we'll talk a little bit about that and get you get your thoughts on uh, that story. Uh, also, believe it or not, I can't believe this. Uh, Canyon County once again uh, wants a uh, jail built because of overcrowding in the jail. It's a story we haven't talked about hardly at all well, for the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it, it's not like they're greedy. They still haven't uh, gotten one. No, uh, they've tried many different ways. Um, now they want a local option tax. The Canyon County Sheriff wants a local option tax to uh, help with the overcrowding um, it, because it hasn't gotten any better. I, I, I make fun of that. We've talked about it for ten years, but it hasn't gotten any better. As a matter of fact, it's gotten worse because of the growth that is going on uh, in Canyon County. So we'll talk about that this morning. Our phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through, you can also take part in the show by emailing us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com, uh, our text number, 208-336-3700. You might want to lock in those speed dials, by the way, because we will be giving away one more pair of tickets to you listeners who happen to be listening this morning uh, to the Idaho Steelheads game tomorrow night. Um, but uh, that will be one pair that we'll give away there and then we have four pair for sunday night that we'll be giving away here you have to be here live on location at star country cafe uh but we'll be giving those away coming up here this morning you know what star has uh, i've discovered that they didn't have last time i was here about ten thousand more residents <laughs> yes and uh it's about to be a lot more than that glad you brought that up because we will be talking to the mayor trevor chadwick is already here for breakfast this morning i guess he has friday morning meetings he's agreed to stick around after seven o'clock we'll talk to him about that growth and we'll also talk to him about one of the most important things going on in star um they're planning a new golf course maybe that's just me thinking that's the most important thing oh, but it i'm is. loving that um anyway the uh, mayor Trevor Chadwick will be with us coming up just after 7 o'clock this morning here on News Talk KBOI. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Live from the Casper and Chris Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We're in Star this morning, the Star Country Cafe, inviting you to stop on by and join us. Breakfast is already being served. I know it's a little strange because some of the places uh, that we stopped by, like for instance, last week didn't start serving breakfast until 7 o'clock. Uh, doors here opened up before 6 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Um, they usually open up at 6, but uh, some of the regulars were already in and they were serving breakfast before 6 o'clock. So, great place to go and they're open at 6 every day, 7 days a week. So, come on in for breakfast. Here's the other reason why you can i mean breakfast is good enough right but today you have breakfast with a side of luke combs concert tickets possibility yeah you all all you have to do is come on in and get signed up for those everybody who wants them come on in we'll get you signed up and then we will at random draw one person from everybody who comes here today now now here's the thing when you're when you're sitting there competing for concert tickets like this on location 
I mean, there's going to be a lot of people for four hours who stop on by, but not everybody is going to come back and say, hey, I want to get in on those Luke Combs concert tickets. Right. If we only have 30 people, 20 good, people decent chance, who want to sign it, you've got a 1 in 20 chance of getting Luke Combs concert tickets, which, by the way... Why, that's better than the lottery. <laughs> I've seen are selling for over $200 a piece. Wow. Because the on concert the, sold on out. On the secondary market? Secondary market, or scammer, or it's not scammers, scalpers. Some of them might be scammers, I guess, but uh, yeah, scalpers. So generally are a good percentage, yes. By the way, free, much, much cheaper than over $200. In addition to that, we also have tickets to the Idaho Steelheads. Round one of the ECHL division playoffs gets underway, uh, taking on Toledo tomorrow night. Uh, We have tickets here today to give away to Sunday night's playoff game, game number two. Um, so if you want to win those, it's another reason to stop on by. We'll stop giving, start giving those away coming up here after 7 o'clock this morning. Would love to see you here. Star Country Cafe, once again, lock it into your speed dial. Uh, it's easy to find um, right on State Street, but if you want to lock it into your speed dial, you've never been here before, 10883 State Street. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's. Once again, anything you want to talk about on Fridays, um, it's all about you. Feel free to call in. You can also... Email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Casper and Chris, hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We're in Star this morning. Beautiful Star, downtown Star. We're at the uh, the Star Country Cafe. Stop on by. Join us for breakfast. Breakfast already being served. And uh, like I said, Luke Combs, another person just came in for Luke Combs uh, tickets. Uh, chance to win that. you got to be here before about quarter till 10. We'll announce the winner before we are done here today. Um, but if you want Luke Combs, this is the final pair of tickets that we have for tomorrow night's concert. What a great day for a concert. We've got 89 degrees today, 91 tomorrow. Wow. I know we've warned you a few times this week, but I I feel like going into the weekend, we need to say it again just because of the idiots. And I'm sorry, I I know that sounds kind of uh, harsh, but the idiots who have jumped into the Boise River. There are people who, when it gets to be 91, want to find a way to cool off. And the Boise River is not it right now. We've had two rescues in the last 10 days from people who have tried to go on the river and ended up finding out how fast and cold the river is. It's colder than you think, it's faster than you think, and there's more water than you think. One of those people who uh, went on the river lost their lives a couple of weeks ago. They just found that body this week. And then uh, just like a few days ago, um, somebody decided to take an inner tube on the river, which... Mm -hmm. If you look at it, you don't. I, I think just looking at the river. I mean, I, I've just driven over a couple of the bridges and go, "Wow, that's really high and fast." Right. This person did not have a life jacket on. Decided to get into an inner tube and float down the river. Didn't go very far before things went bad, and uh, police ended up, or police and fire rescue ended up People having like, to rescue him because yeah. he was clinging to a tree branch. People are like, "That's really high, the water." Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, don't do that. There's plenty of other ways to cool off this weekend rather than getting into the Boise River. Um, this is going to be one of those years. We've had years in the past where it was uh, late in August before the uh, river opened up for float season. Yeah. I, have a, I have a feeling it's, it might might be August again this year before they finally open it up because we're at about 5,500 to 6,000 cubic feet per second uh, as far as flows right now. To be able to open the river, that gets needs to get down to around 1,000 <laughs> cubic feet the per second. The good news is we're inviting all the income 
incoming freshman at Boise State. The bad news is it won't be till the first day of school. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, it is Open Phones Friday. Uh, another thing we're going to be talking about here, uh, debt ceiling. I, I think uh, we're hearing rumors that they might be close, and I think there is proof, if you read between the lines, that they are proof based on what some of the congressmen and women are doing and what the president is doing. Um, we haven't got any details yet, but I'll share that with you coming up here for you this, this morning. Uh, and also, the mayor of Star is going to be with us just after 7 o'clock. We'll be talking about the growth and everything going on here in Star this morning. That's all on the way. Right now, time for another check on what's going on with sports. With Rick Worthington, it's brought to you by our good friends Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. The place to go, especially on Fridays if you love clam chowder. Some of the best clam chowder you're going to find. Uh, Chef Wally, by the way, also advises you, because he has the clam chowder made in the morning. He said it's absolutely amazing if you put the clam chowder on your biscuit uh, in place of the pork gravy. Yeah. He said, try that. People absolutely love that. But get out. No matter what, you got the clam chowder every Friday at Pork Belly and Cuna. The NBA's Western Conference Finals was in Denver last night for Game 2 with the Nuggets already up one game to nothing on the Los Angeles Lakers. It was a good game. LeBron James played well. Anthony Davis played well. But the Nuggets had this guy named Jamal Murray who just went nuts in the fourth quarter. Nikola Jokic offering another triple-double, hands it off to Murray, who can't miss in the fourth quarter. Another three. 14 fourth-quarter points for Jamal Murray, including four for four from distance. And Jamal Murray was not done. Nuggets still up five. Murray behind the screen from Jokic. Cams another 16 in the fourth quarter, and Jamal Murray's got 30. Give me the ball and get out of my way. Triple-double from Jokic, and all those points from Murray down the stretch lead the Nuggets to a Game 2 win, 108-103 to over the Lakers. The Nuggets are up 2-0 in that series as they head back to L.A. The Eastern Conference Finals, that is tonight. The Miami Heat are actually up one game to nothing in that series with Game 2 tonight in Boston. I'm Rick Worthington. How about the great one, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 707, 62 degrees in downtown Boise. Um, As just mentioned by Ron there, the Idaho Steelheads game number two of the ECHL Division Finals will be happening at Idaho Central Credit Arena on Sunday night. We'll have tickets here on the way in just a few minutes that we'll be able to give to you coming up this morning. Also, we're at Star Country Cafe in Star. We have Luke Combs concert tickets. We'll give those away before 10. The way to win uh, those, just come on in and give us your name and phone number, and uh, we will pick one person at random just from the people today here at Star Country Cafe to go to Luke Combs tomorrow. Sold-out concert. And once again, you're going to get near-perfect weather for an outdoor concert at Albertson Stadium. Uh, also today, here, great place to have breakfast. And we have somebody with us who knows that because they are here every Friday morning, from what I understand. The mayor of uh, Star, Trevor Chadwick, is uh, here with us this morning, um, joining us for breakfast. We appreciate you coming out and uh, taking a few minutes to talk with us. Yeah, thank you for letting us uh, let me get on the show here. Appreciate it. So let's let's start off with the most important thing to me. Um, you have a lot of growth going on here. Um, you have a, a, a new development that is supposed to be talked about and discussed and agreed or not agreed upon. 
uh, coming in. And the first part of that development is supposed to be a golf course. When am I going to have a new golf course here in Star to Play? <laughs> we, we don't know. We still have to go through the <laughs> finish the public hearing process on that to see if it gets approved or not. Don't, don't give me the mayor speak on when the golf. <laughs> give me just kind of an idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't even answer that. I'd, for you at all. All um, right. So well, now I'll, I'll give you a question that they give to the mayor of Boise all the time. Now, how much larger are you going to let this town get before you make it stop? <laughs> I, you know, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish we had the opportunity to to, to actually uh, limit permits if we, yeah. if we could, but we can't. The state right. doesn't allow that. Yeah. Right. So it would be a little against the law. A little against the law. But people, you know, they love our area. You yeah. Know, they, they're moving in. Uh, it's your like fault. For, it's your fault for making it nice here. I tell well, you I'm going to tell you, it's not my fault for creating COVID either. So oh, that yeah. created the mass move, right? <laughs> so it, did you see a, a huge amount of people move here during that time because of that? We did. We had. Um, uh, typically, you would get about 350 building permits per year during the COVID three years there. Each year, we were in, anywhere from 750 to 800 building oh, wow. permits. It's a lot. I mean, it, and people were moving here. They were, they were bailing out of areas that were limiting government. Our government was limiting their ability to do stuff, and we didn't do that here. Yeah. Now, uh, part of this thing, and, and I kind of joke because, you know, I do like to play golf, right. and, you know, and love to have the 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 golf course here, which from what I understand, if it does get approved, is going to be the first thing that gets put in. But this is a part of a development that would, from what I understand, add over 1,000 homes if approved? Cur- currently, as it stands, I think it's 1,095 homes on 700 and some acres. And where would this uh, particular It's up in the foothills. Go? Uh, okay, so north be going north of the city. It'd be going north of the city, correct. And would this be a part of the city then? Is this going to be annexed if it is approved? It'd be correct, part of yeah. If, into the city. If, if it does get approved, it would be uh, annexed into the city uh, city limits up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we, we've seen the fight going on in Eagle about annexation. <laughs> correct. Um, what are you hearing from the, the people of Star when it comes? I mean, because that's a. That's a lot of people. When you, we talk about a thousand home yeah. development, um, I'm sure people are are going to have strong feelings both ways, right? There, there are folks that have strong feelings both ways. Obviously, if you live up in that area, uh, people don't want to see the change. They don't want the um, the that open space that they're used to seeing uh, be developed. But you have people on both sides of it. Some people understand. They just want it uh, less dense if they can get it less dense. Uh, some folks want it, uh, don't want to see it at all. And I, it completely under, I completely understand that, right? But we have to go through a process. We have to go through the public hearing process, take all the information from all the agencies and stuff like that before a decision can be made. So, And, and we had uh, a public hearing, I think it was May 9th, that went to 1130 at night. And I bet you we had three or 400 people there at the public wow. hearing, um, about maybe... 50 at, at the most signed up to testify to speak the rest of them the majority of them well i would say majority the the about probably 95 percent of them signed up as no on our sheets right at that time uh, not not wanting that not wanting it yeah. so a large at least at, at that meeting a large percentage don't yeah. want to see no, they don't want to see growth. yeah you mentioned star having maybe fewer restrictions during the time of covid mm-hmm. than uh, other cities and towns around uh what what is it like when COVID isn't a factor. I mean, you like, do you still have more freedom here than most places? I think you do. Yeah, you know, we're very big, uh, big, big proponents of our constitution. You know, we were a Second Amendment sanctuary city. You know, we're, and that that drives people here too. They they, they believe in in the right to own firearms and things like that and go shoot. Uh, believe it or not, Star is one of the only two cities in the state of Idaho that you can actually uh, shoot your guns in city limits. 
uh, on. I know? didn't know that. Yeah, and I think Mont- I think Montpelier is the other one, if I'm not mistaken. But you got to do it safely, right? right? Um, and and the reason for that, we do a lot of hunting out here still. People hunt uh, waterfowl or pheasants and whatnot out in those fields, and so that's still. Do you, uh, available. Do you see that possibly changing with the amount of growth that would be going on? I mean, when you start adding, you know, a thousand homes in the foothills and, and other could, homes here and there, do, do you it, see it, that possibly changing? It could change in the future, yes, but I don't think that's uh, anything we have to worry about currently. Now, you mentioned the uh, residential, uh-huh. and we're, we're talking about that growth. Um, do you, do you see retail coming with that, with the amount of growth that you've seen over the last we do. half dozen years? Yeah, if you take a drive down our uh, our main quarter here, Highway 44, on the west side of town, we have that Albertsons complex with a bunch of retail items going down here on the east side of town. Uh, even, I don't know how you drove in here, if you came in um, via Highway 44, like Wright Brothers is building their corporate offices down in the city limits of Star. Okay. Uh, down the street, uh, we have Greylock. Uh, uh, Custom cabinetry right there on the corner it looks like an aircraft hangar. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Yeah. yeah, that's that's new within the last year, isn't it? Yep, yep. Uh, the, that's a, uh, a cabinet manufacturer. It's about a hundred thousand square foot manufacturing facility. That answers that question. Yep, I was wondering what that, that was. Um, we have a lot more retail going down here by Ridley's uh, and even further east. Right. So we have about, I say we have about twenty-seven retail uh, more. Uh, uh, com- well, we'll say commercial commercial establishments yet to start building and start they're just waiting for some permits right. uh, from ITD and ACHD to start to start uh, building what is the uh, process like here you, you hear a lot of complaints from a lot of cities especially here in the Treasure Valley that it takes a really long time to get permitted on, on, on things but I've noticed driving out like if I drive out on on State Street yep. or come down as you just said on uh, 44 that the amount of growth in the last year is just absolutely amazing to me. Has that been fairly quick, or has these things been in the process for years? Um, it's been fairly uh, quick. In the last year, I would say that we've had a lot of this commercial interest in STAR, some of the smaller stuff, right? Um, when we're talking, when we have to get through a public hearing process or whatnot, we put commercial as a priority over residential because we have plenty of residential going on. Right. We want to get that commercial aspect out here in STAR so we could try to alleviate some of our property tax burden uh, from the uh, residential uh, base. Um, and so we, have, uh, we, we, try to, we try to get commercial building if we can. All right. I heard about a house that just sold for $7 million. Yeah, right down the Star. street here. Yeah. Do you have another one? Because I'm looking. You're and, looking for uh, one? I'm sure we could find one. Okay. <laughs> Is that the new mayor's mansion? Is that no. The- oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I want nothing to do with that big house. Uh, before we let you go, I want to get your, your prediction uh, looking out 10 years in the future. What is the population of Star right now? Uh, we're right around eighteen thousand right now. Which, and Chris mentioned this, uh, you know, is about ten thousand more than it, it was about ten years ago. Well, if yeah, if even from the census, so the twenty uh, twenty census said us at eleven thousand. Wow! Give right? us give so, us the mayor's prediction ten years from now. What do you see, uh, Star's population? Mayor's predict. I, I bet you were right around thirty thousand. Really? That's my guess. I thought yeah. we were going to say almost nineteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, almost nineteen thousand. I mean, if you look at just if even on a standard growth of three hundred fifty houses, if if it just went back to that normal yeah. uh, growth rate, and you and we get about two point seven residents per house is what it is for Star, right? You're going to be right around a thousand yeah. people per year. So, um, I, hopefully, we get back to that normal level yeah. right but it's hard to say we'll see what happens nationally and this is a place where those 0.7 people can have a normal life too. that's right, right? Yeah, okay, 0.7 people yeah. can have a normal life correct yep mayor 
Uh, Trevor Chadwick with us, taking a few minutes. Thank yeah. you for taking a few minutes with us this Absolutely. morning. Uh, it was great seeing you, and uh, thanks for the uh, nice welcome to your great city, and thanks for buying us breakfast this morning. It yeah, was you awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, you know, thanks, thanks for coming out to Star and showcasing it. You I mean, it. this is one of the best breakfast places in the Valley right here, yeah. so that's make sure you come out hearing. here and eat. Yeah, that's right? what we're hearing. <laughs> so. uh, we're, we're trying it out, too. Yeah. So thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, today. thank you, guys. Appreciate it. KBY Newstime 717. Stick around. Coming up here next, we'll talk with uh, Nick Daniels filling in for Jeremiah Bates about your money. Uh, Dow up yesterday, uh, ended up the day up after being down most of the day, and the futures are up about 85 points as of right now. We'll check in with Nick Daniels coming up next. Don't go away. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, once again, live from the Star Country Cafe in Star, broadcasting live. It's the Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Come on out and join us. Uh, another person getting signed up for Luke Combs' uh, concert tomorrow night. You want those tickets, come on out and uh, join us. Nick Daniels, once again, filling in for Jeremiah Bates, who's on uh, vacation uh, till Monday. Is he back Monday? No, he'll be back on Wednesday. Wednesday. Next week. All right, so we get, a, we get your, the enjoyment of talking with you every morning. Now, so far this week, Chris and I have uh, talked to you every morning, and it seems like it's nothing but bad news this week. So <laughs> let's talk. It's Friday. We're getting into the weekend. Let's talk about a little good news. Do we have some good news? We, we definitely have some good news. Uh, the NASDAQ 100. So when you hear our market reports, we're always referring to the NASDAQ, typically referring to the NASDAQ composite, which is a representation of like 3,700 companies globally. But if you break it down to the NASDAQ 100, it is crushing it this year. That index is up over 26% on the year. Oh, wow. That's what do you attribute good that if you're to? invested in that. You know, you'd be pretty happy about that. Uh, a couple other things to note about that. Um, in light of, well, <coughs> let's say there's been pressure on banks lately, the NASDAQ 100 doesn't have any exposure to the financial sector. So that might be something that our listeners are interested in. But listen to these year-to-date rates of returns. Now, now the NASDAQ 100 is, is a weighted index. So the larger companies, obviously, are going to be at the top because they carry more weight within that index. But Microsoft is up 32% year-to-date. Apple's up 34%. NVIDIA NVIDIA, a semiconductor manufacturer, they're up over 116% so far year to date. That is amazing. Now, Meta, Facebook, they're also up over 105%. But here's the deal. Meta dropped so far in 2022 that although year to date they're up 105%, they're still very, very far away from their 2022 peak numbers. So but actually... At the end of 2021, if you had sold Meta then and uh, bought it last year, you'd be doing really well, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But actually, out of the top, out of the top ten weighted companies within the Nasdaq 100, five of them are at or above all-time highs. Wow. Can you tell us exactly how long this is going to last? Yeah, so, so we can know when to get out of it. <laughs> well, if I if I could do that, then I wouldn't. I, I'd lose my job as a morning radio guy. You wouldn't need yeah, your job. You, I was going to say we we wouldn't be talking to you anymore. You wouldn't have to get up early and talk to us, right? That's right. All right. Um, looking like we're going to be opening up to the good side again today. Uh, might have something to do. You think just real quickly, just to ask you. It's sounding like they're getting close to negotiations on the debt ceiling. Um, we've seen increase yesterday, late yesterday, and then uh, up. Uh, 
futures as of right now. Does it have anything to do with people are, are thinking that that might be happening? I think it absolutely does. I mean, because okay. because we've talked about all sorts of stuff throughout the week, some both positive and negative news, but really all eyes are on the debt ceiling. And as it looks more and more like we're going to have a deal before June 1st, markets are more and more optimistic. All right. Sounds good. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that, get an update from you, and then talk to you again Monday morning. All right. Sounds good. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says they need a deal in hand by the end of this weekend in order to avoid default as soon as June 1st because it will take 11 days for that bill to work its way through both chambers of Congress. Republicans say they will not agree to raise the debt limit until the president agrees to spending cuts, including clawing back unspent COVID funds and imposing stricter work requirements on some federal aid programs, which we are told has become a sticking point in these negotiations. Some federal aid programs. You know, obscure ones like Social Security and Medicare. <laughs> the uh, interesting part about this, because we've been cussing and discussing uh, about this, we're about two weeks away, and as you heard there, they would need 11 days to get everything done, and people are freaking out that they are not negotiating, negotiating quickly enough, possibly. Um, however, and this is my opinion. I don't have any inside knowledge. I have a funny feeling that they're further along in this and they're really letting on. And probably a lot... Because if they weren't, that'd be stupid? No. Well, it would be stupid. But if you read between the lines, um, if there are things here being discussed. You have Democrats who have come out and said that if Biden gives in and negotiates on spending in any way, shape, or form, they're not going to be happy. AOC is one that said, we are not going to negotiate. And it's like, well, uh, you can say that, except for one thing, you're not the president. So when you say we are not negotiating, doesn't mean that the president and his staff can't negotiate, which like, we like, know they're doing. Like I know for a fact you and I are not going to negotiate either, but we don't have to. Yeah, um, but here's what I'm reading between the lines here and why I think that they're closer than what is being said. Um, President Biden got some criticism that he was taking his trip to Japan. Um, he did cut his trip short. It was supposed to be for a week. Once he got to Japan, he was go, supposed to go to Papua New Guinea and also Australia. He cut that short. He is just going to Japan and coming home for negotiations on the debt ceiling. The other reason why I think they're and, closer... And, and by the way, there is a summit meeting there. It's not like he's going to vacation yes. in Japan. Um, there's another reason why I think this is... Uh, a little closer than what maybe we're being led to believe. And part of it, I think, is be because they want it behind the scenes, because they don't want the criticism from Republicans and Kevin McCarthy, from Democrats to Joe Biden on what they may be giving in on. So I think they're they're secretly arriving at certain things that, like we've talked about this week, that there's some low-hanging fruit that everybody agrees on, like yeah. the, the clawing back of unspent COVID funds. Republicans want that done. Democrats, even Joe Biden said, yeah, we should be doing that anyway. There's one way you can do it and get this done in time. The other reason why I also think that this is being done, the Senate is due to go on break next week. So they're supposed to have a week. This is a vacation. So they're supposed to go on break next week. And I thought, oh, well, there's no way they're going to be going on break with the negotiations going on on the debt ceiling. And uh, Schumer announced that they would be going on break starting on Monday. Wow. So if that's the case, they must be very close because if they're not, 
you probably wouldn't see the Senate going on break next week, as Schumer announced. Um, and there could be possibly, that's why I think th- this agreement could even be happening this weekend. Because, as I said, the Senate goes on break as of Monday. They could be staying in in this weekend to vote I, on it I, and then be on break. We'll, I, we'll hope wait and your, see. I hope all your uh, suppositions are correct. And, like, and they are just suppositions. Like I said, I don't have any inside knowledge on this. But if you read between the lines, and, and like I said, the president took off. Senate is supposed to go on vacation on Monday, so and they're still going to be going on vacation. Which you would think, if they, you know, if this hadn't been figured out by then, they probably wouldn't be leaving town. Would you think? No, I mean, yeah. the chances of it being otherwise would indicate they were idiots, and there's probably not, more than, <laughs> you know, about a what forty-five, forty-six percent chance of that. So Let's not go crazy. Yeah. Seven forty-five. Uh, by the way, we are live here. Uh, once again, hometown breakfast brought to you by Clover. Cloverdale Plumbing, we're in Star at the Star Country Cafe. You want to stop on by, uh, please stop by for breakfast. We'd love to meet you. And if you stop by right now, we do have tickets. Idaho Central Arena going on, Kelly Cup playoffs. So we have tickets to Sunday night's game, game number two. This is for specifically Sunday. Uh, game is 410. That's when the puck drops. We have a pair of tickets. All you have to do is say you heard it with us, Casper and Chris. Come on into the Star country cafe and we will give you that pair of tickets we got a lot of tickets to give away before 10 but you want that first pair of tickets here they are your chance to win right now just say you heard it on news talk kboi and they are yours let's get a check on what's going on with sports one more time for you this morning it's brought to you by pork belly downtown cuna once again on every friday the place to go if you love clam chowder some of the best you're going to ever find chef wally there early in the morning making it from scratch get out today and try it out for yourself Good morning. The only sport still competing this school year at Boise State is the track and field team. Seven student-athletes are heading to Sacramento for the NCAA West preliminaries, which is going on next week. With more on that, here's Bob Beeler. Five women and two men earn spots, headlined by Malia Menegotti, who won the 800 meters at the Mountain West Championship with a record-setting time. It will be her third year reaching the West preliminaries. The other women qualifying include Yasmin Margini in the 5K, Kaya Robertson in the 1500, Nainuchi Okembo in the 400-meter hurdles, and Autumn Ost in the 10K. On the men's side, Jonathan Shields is in two events, the 1500 and 5K, and Mohamed Johari in the 10K. These Broncos will look to advance to the NCAA championships June 7th to 10th in Austin, Texas. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Local hockey fans are going to be pretty excited about what's going on in town this week as the Steelheads host the Walleye for Game 1 on Saturday. That's at 7.10 p.m. puck drop. Game 2 is on Sunday at 4.10 p.m. There are some tickets still available online, by the way. This is the first game of the Western Conference Finals of the Kelly Cup Playoff. Again, the Steelheads hosting the Walleye starting tomorrow at 7.10 right here in Boise. I'm Rick Worthington. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.53, we're live at the uh, Star Country Cafe, and uh, just want to uh, say congratulations to Kim. What a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kim is going to be going to the uh, Idaho Steelheads with her husband, um, and she had never been to, to the Star, the Star Country. Country Cafe. She'd she driven by. She said she moved here two years ago, and she and her husband did, from uh, Happy Valley, Oregon. 
and that they liked Idaho, what was it, 3,000% better than they did Oregon and are never going back ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. But I just love the fact that, um, you know, she listens to us every morning, and she said she had driven by here, always wanted to stop yeah. by, and then heard us broadcasting, and she goes, today's the day, and she did. She's getting breakfast. Well, she thanked us for waking her up every mm-hmm. morning, which is, is terrific. We're Kim, happy to do that. Thank you. Uh, love getting a chance to meet people like you. You and your husband uh, enjoy the uh, Steelheads game. We've got uh, another pair of tickets to give away to the Steelheads game. Uh, by the way, if you would like those, we got actually three more pair of tickets. If you'd like those tickets, um, we've got our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question that we're going to be doing at 820 this morning. But if you want to answer the question live in person, we're going to give these tickets to you. All, all right. right. Sunday night's game, game two, ECHL division finals with Toledo. Uh, the toy, this toy has proven to be a much better investment than almost every else over the last 35 years better than gold silver stocks and bonds and other commodities uh, the value has gone up about 11 percent per year for the last 35 years what is it that is a better investment that it's a toy um, I will tell you that. If here's, you know and want to win those tickets, come on in live. Here's my clue, which won't get it for you. Waffles. <laughs> no. Yeah, that clue is not going to. Don't okay. go with waffles okay, in any it. way, shape, or form. Um, come on in and join us once again. We also have Luke Combs concert tickets. We're going to give that away uh, coming up on the way before 10 o'clock. Only people who come to the Star Country Cafe will get in on those Luke Comb tickets for tomorrow night's concert. Concert has been sold out for a while, so uh, like I said, I had seen on social media some people trying to sell their tickets for over $200. So um, you got your chance to get some uh, great tickets on what's going to turn out to be an absolutely beautiful day. Um, Cloverdale Plumbing bringing you another hometown breakfast. Um, This may be the most amazing place we've ever been for breakfast. I say that only for the reason is because every time our plate gets empty of bacon, yeah. another plate of bacon shows up. <laughs> I've never seen that. The, the, the it's like nonstop. That, it's, like, it's like that story where the shoemaker wakes up in the morning and all his work is done. It's, uh-huh. it's like that, but with bacon. Yeah, yeah, we've been testing it out. It's like a plate gets empty and all of a sudden more bacon comes. It's the most amazing. It's like they have bacon fairies here at the uh, Star Country Cafe. So come on out and join us. If you've never been here before, like Kim, um, it's 108883 West State I Street. I don't lose teeth anymore, so the bacon fairies are now my favorite. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a break here. Uh, phone lines are open. It is also Open Phones Friday. What do you want to talk about? Friday is all about you. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, you can also email chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 806, good morning, and uh, thanks for listening in. Thanks to everybody who has stopped by so far this morning to the Star Country Cafe. It's the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We had, we've heard rumors. The party is just about ready to get underway. Kenny from uh, Cloverdale Plumbing is on his way. He joined us for almost all the breakfast. And, I mean, without him, we wouldn't get to have uh, breakfast at our work every week. He is our sponsor. So, thank you. It's great to see uh, that Kenny is headed out here again. Um, You are invited to also come on out and join us. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock. Now, here's the things. A couple things going on. Number one, if you want to win Luke Combs concert tickets, Get out here before 9:45. All right, at 9:45 we will pick uh, from all of our winners or all of our people who have signed up. Mm-hmm. And if there's only 10 people who have signed up, you have a one in 10 chance. That's why you have a really good chance if you want Luke Combs concert tickets today. Get out here today because you're only competing 
with the people that are number one here. I want to say 12 people have signed up. Then that's fine, too. What, is that um, one in 12? What? Is that one in 12? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, not good at... about like 15? I'm, I'm not good kidding. at math, but, <laughs> um, but you're only competing against people who are here at the Star Country Cafe and only the people who have signed up for right. the ticket. So it's not like everybody who showed up is in. You have to come uh, to our table and say, hey, I want to get in on the uh, Luke Combs concert tickets. We get you signed up, and we'll announce that winner before 10 today. We also have tickets to the Idaho Steelheads Game 2, which is uh, going to be going on Idaho Central Arena on Sunday. Game 2, uh, we have tickets for you. Once again, we're giving away a pair now. If you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near important. Uh, damn near impossible question uh, live here in star we'll have another chance for you to get a $50 bonefish grill gift certificate on the way here in about 10-15 minutes with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question you'll call in for that one um, and then don't forget if you want bonefish grill which is very popular we have the KBOI sweet deal of the week which is going to be going on coming up here at 9 o'clock this mm-hmm. morning yeah. we'll keep an eye on it but 50, this is one that sells out really quick 51 minutes from now and it's $50 for only 25 bucks. Half price deal. Go to KBOI.com right before 9 o'clock. Sign in if you want to take advantage of that. If you check in five minutes after, you're probably not going to get it. So just make sure, whatever it takes to remind you, in 50, still 51 minutes um, to get in on that sweet deal. It is Open Phones Friday. Um, it's brought to you once again uh, by the location we're going to be at next week, Fast Eddie's, for our hometown breakfast. Fast Eddie's every week gives you the uh, open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email us, chris at kbui.com, mike at kbui.com. Text us. We have a text and open phones Friday today. If you are doing open phones Friday, this week is National Police Officers Week. And fallen officers have been honored all week in national and local events. Idaho's ceremony concluded yesterday with the inclusion of two new names of law enforcement officers in Idaho, and thankfully not recent losses, but losses nonetheless, who are honored for their service. An FBI agent who died in an auto accident in the 1960s while on duty, and a fish and game warden who went missing in the 1930s while in pursuit of a really? reported poacher. Prayers to all the family of those lost in the line of duty. There you go. Open phone Friday. Yeah. And and thank you, all the uh, police officers um, who do what you do. Um, leads into a story. And I don't understand this. On Monday, the House passed H.R. 363, uh, a bill just to show support of law enforcement for National Police Week this week. And it runs Police Week once through tomorrow. The resolution, it's just a resolution, simply just wanted to recognize the necessity of police officers their need for resources, and their acts for heroism. It was had wide bipartisan support. Well, I say pretty wide because there were two Democrats who voted against it. I don't understand why. They blamed it on January 6th, hmm. which makes no sense. Um, they, they, they justified the vote in a statement accusing Republicans of gaslighting the public about law enforcement and because of January 6th and former President Donald Trump. The two who voted against it might be two who you could probably guess without me telling you. Um, Two members of the squad, Representative Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush, two members of the squad. Uh, Interesting, the other members of the squad, though, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, Alien Omar, and uh, Ayanna Presley did vote for the resolution in favor well, I suppose they had their reasons. So. 
Yeah, uh, January sixth. Mean, it doesn't mean we'll ever understand what <laughs> they are. I, I, I don't understand. Um, just gives you more reason to not this like is, them, I guess. Th- this is kind of one of those bills, though. That, I mean, Congress does this stuff every now and then just to kind of get everybody to uh, feel like they can, uh, you know, support something that will actually pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I, bipartisan support. I mean, exactly. How, I mean. It's hard to say. It's like it was just in support and the fact that we need police officers. Yeah. Apparently, they didn't think we need police officers. Um, it's interesting, though, because they both have security, have police officers who watch over them. Mm-hmm. So um, for everybody else, we don't support police officers and the work that they do. But we'll continue to use the police officers, you know, who are part of our security detail. Just it just didn't make sense. But I I digress. Uh, I want to thank if you are a police officer listening. Thanks for all you do and putting your life on the line. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We don't have the opportunity to pass a resolution here. However, can we? It means just as much if yeah. we say thank you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, if we want to, I guess we we could make up a resolution, right? I mean, it, well, I make some every January, but they never go very far. Uh, another thing I wanted to uh, send out a congratulations, and I, I, we talk a lot about a lot of drama, a lot about a lot of things that people are upset about. You know, on, on our show, it seems to get a lot of input when you when you talk about things like drama like that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, something did happen this week, and I didn't even know about the story until they recognized the two people, um, Leslie Majors and Brandy Yeros, honored teachers as yeah. heroes this week. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Majors, a nurse at Lone Star Middle School in Nampa, and Yeros, an office manager, were each presented with the American Heart Association's Lifesaver Award for their efforts that saved the life of a substitute teacher on April 17th. Uh, Majors, Neuros, uh, apparently one of the uh, people who were substitute teaching that day, uh, had a heart attack in the hallway. Lonnie Mm -hmm. Choke suffered a heart attack. And one of the kids, Alan Wilson, who also received recognition at the uh, ceremony, was the first uh, to recognize that he he needed help and called for help. And then uh, these two people jumped and were able to save his life because his heart was not beating. Um, They quickly uh, used life-saving measures, jumped into action, giving life-saving chest compressions and using the uh, defibrillator. And by the time that uh, medics and EMS arrived... um, he choked, was up, awake, and talking. They, they, His so heart had, had started again. They had defibrillators right yep. there at the school. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. So anyway, that's a good idea, of course. Yeah, huge congratulations to Leslie Majors, Brandy Euros. Want to put their names out? If you know who they are, um, just so you know, um, they helped save a life back in April. And uh, good job to you guys, and uh, well deserved in that uh, ceremony that happened earlier this week. Speaking of Nampa, if you're looking for something to do tomorrow, a uh, huge, huge uh, parade is going to be going on in Nampa. Um, parade America. This is one of their uh, biggest events of the year in Nampa. It's going on tomorrow. It's the 56th annual Parade America. It's uh, held tomorrow. Uh, Warhawk Air Museum will signal the beginning of the parade with a flyover, 11 a.m., tomorrow morning and then the parade will begin at the corner of 12th avenue road lake lowell avenue near nampa high school uh one of the signature events in nampa all year long and like i said it's been going on for 56 years plus uh if you'd like more information or if you'd like to volunteer uh the mayor 
Debbie Kling says uh, they are looking for more volunteers. Uh, you can email NampaParadeAmerica at gmail.com. Once again, that goes on tomorrow morning beginning at about 11 a.m. 56th Annual Parade America in Nampa. So a lot of stuff going on this weekend. you got the Luke Combs concert tickets, which, by the way, we're giving away tickets here. got Parade America going on tomorrow. You have Saturday and Sunday, both days have Idaho Steelheads games going on. Luke Combs, if you want to win those tickets, make sure you get in here by 10 o'clock today for your chance to win. Stick around. Speaking of winning, a chance to win our final $50 gift certificate to Bonefish Grill with the Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question coming up next after traffic and weather. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 824, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network, offices across the Treasure Valley, Boise, Caldwell, Fruitland, Parma, Ontario, and then also Sun Valley and Idaho Falls for all your real estate needs. Call 208-888-4128. We've got a $50 gift certificate. Bonefish Grill. Gary is going to get first crack at our question today. Gary, this toy has proven to be a better investment than almost everything else over the last 35 years. It's been better than gold, better than silver, stocks and bonds and other commodities. What is it that has been a better investment than almost any other investment over the last 35 years? That would be Lego sets. That would be Lego sets. Yes, Legos has gone up in value an average of 11% per year since 1987. Believe it or not. They've been good for shoe and slipper sales, too. I do have a uh, friend, by the way, who, when he buys Legos, he always buys them in sets of two. He keeps one, and he gives one to whoever he's buying it for, oh, his grandkids so or his kids. So one gets played with, one gets saved. One gets saved. He has a entire room of unopened Lego sets. And he was talking uh, to me about this and, and going through and, and saying which ones have gone up. Um, he's got some now that he has had for 20-some years that are worth four or $5,000 that when he bought them, he bought them for under 100 bucks because they're so I, rare and the fact that they've never been opened up before. I have to say, I do have one in my garage someplace. All right. Uh, do, do, which, what do you have? Do you know? Uh, it's the Star Wars Super Star Destroyer. That, that one's valuable, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Star it Wars is. Super Star. He has one of those unopened also. Um, those, from what I understand, are very, very valuable. Star Wars stuff from back in the uh, you know late 80s, that stuff has, has become very valuable. So congratulations. Not only do you have a $50 gift certificate, but apparently you've got a bunch of money sitting in your garage. You might want to go look for that today. <laughs> Congratulations, Gary. Um, All right. Now, that also just made our uh, Casper and Chris damn near impossible question for Idaho Steelheads tickets a little bit easier for you. Um, You now know officially the answer to the question. All you got to do is come in and tell us. (laughs) Come in and tell us. Uh, By the way, just a a little tidbit of useless trivia information. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but did you know for the first time ever, (laughs) this is crazy, um, you can now purchase... um, a Lego rectum. Did you know that? Does it have the word this my year? in the middle of it? Uh, no. Um, it's kind of hilarious, kind of cool, yeah. kind of unnecessary, but apparently uh, people that would like to build animals for their 
uh, with their Lego sets can can now do it, and there's a, a little piece that is officially the Lego rectum now, so you can have almost an anatomically collect, uh, correct and animal and that somebody, you can build out of Legos. And if somebody s- slips and falls on it, you can say, hey, <laughs> you totally <laughs> rectum. Rect- hell, it damn near killed me. Rectum, yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes. By the way, if you want to get it and you're looking for it, um, it, it was introduced in the Majestic Tiger. That was uh, what it was officially introduced with. So well, you can't be majestic with, <laughs> without, yeah, without a rectum. Rectum, hell, I, damn I, near I, killed him. I don't want to finish any of these sentences I'm starting. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, once again, live Star Country Cafe. Come on out and join us. Still on the way for you this morning, Luke Combs concert tickets to give away. You want to win those, stop in by. You want Idaho Steel Head tickets, stop on by. Want to meet Kenny from Cloverdale Plumbing, stop on by. He is here this morning. Um, we're also going to get a chance to talk with uh, first-time senator. Now she's been in the legislature for a while uh, as a representative, but Tammy Nichols. Uh, we're going to take a break. News coming up here next. Tammy Nichols will be with us. We'll be talking with her about her recent Speak visit the to the border. Um, we'll do that coming up here in about six or seven minutes. Stick right. around. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208 336 3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we are live at the Star Country Cafe. Come on out and join us. Uh, be a part of the fun out here. It's been a great time. Uh, a lot of people stopping on by. Just had another person stop by to win uh, Luke Combs tickets. Got signed up. If you want to sign up for Luke Combs tickets, uh, come on by. We're getting you signed up as of right now. Everybody who signs up before 945 this morning will be in on the drive. But only the people who sign up here at Star Country Cafe in Star. It's a hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. And uh, we also have Idaho Steelhead tickets that we're giving away right now. Uh, come on out. Try to get those. Stick around. We also have a pair. For those of you who are listening this morning, um, you'll be able to call in and win a pair of tickets for tomorrow night. That's coming up sometime within the next 90 minutes. And with that, uh, it's time to bring in our next special guest. This is her area. We've got uh, State Senator Tammy Nichols with us uh, once again this morning. And uh, it's been a while since we've had a chance to talk to you. As a matter of fact, I don't think we've talked to you um, since the election, since you've become senator. Now, you've been in the legislature before mm-hmm. as uh, uh, the in the House of Representatives, state representative. But I wanted to uh, start things out today um, because you're in a, a unique position where you've been a state representative, now uh, first-time state senator. Go ahead and start us out. First of all, welcome and thanks for coming Thank in. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Give us uh, some of the, what are, what are some of the differences in being a state rep and a state senator, or are there? Is it the same thing? You know, there's, there's a few. There's not a lot. Of course, you're in a smaller body. Uh, the House has 70 members. The Senate has 35. So you're working with a smaller amount of people, which makes it a little bit easier to get to know people and to work with them more, more directly. Uh, so there's that. And there's a little uh, difference with the decorum. Uh, one funny thing, I think, is that on the House side, when we have guests and, and that sort of thing that are visiting, uh, we wave to them. Uh, in the Senate, you <laughs> clap. So, you know, that 
it's a little decorum difference. Uh, there's a little there's bit. A little piece of trivia. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Inside baseball, didn't little, I? Bit, yeah. So when you're introducing people in the gallery, what have you, one side waves, one side claps. Uh, there's a little bit of difference in the process and procedure. Of course, on the house side, you have a speaker that, that conducts and, and oversees the, the floor. Uh, on the Senate side, you have a president, which is also the lieutenant governor. And uh, so you address things a little bit differently over there. Uh, but there's not there's not a whole lot of differences, just a few little subtles. So one of the one of the things we've heard for the past few years that some people say, and I, I just want to ask you if this is true or not, mm-hmm. that they, they they say that the house side is a little more, for lack of a better term, crazy <laughs> than the Senate side. The, the way it was described to me, somebody <laughs> said, when, crazy, when you're in yeah. the house and you propose something, a bunch of people say, hey, great idea. And when you're in the Senate, they go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you could say that to some extent. Yes, on on the house side, you can. There's a little bit more. Uh, it's a little bit more crazy. Yeah, I guess crazy is a good word to describe. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Senate Senate is a little bit more proper. Okay. So okay. although I do still, uh, you know, present bills that some might think are crazy, but uh, but you know what? Once I explain it to them, they understand. So uh, yeah. So a few little differences. I do enjoy being in the Senate. I did visit the House side several times just to see how everybody was doing over there because we had such a large change in both the House oh, yeah. and the Senate side. Uh, and so yeah. So it, it was good though. It was a good experience and I look forward to the next session. I would like to ask, haven't had a chance yet to um, talk to you about something that happened in this legislative session, or rather something that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we moved our, our primary yes. um, in, in a money-saving move, and then uh, apparently everybody forgot to add the primary back in. So we don't have a presidential primary as of right now next year. Correct. What is going to be done to fix that, is that something that you see a special session being called back in for to get done, or how how do you think this yeah. is going to be fixed? Uh, well, I know there's going to be discussion. The um, state GOP Republican Party will have their meeting in June, uh, so I sh- I'm sure there's going to be discussion on on how to go about uh, fixing this because it is it is kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a little you, bit. I mean, how did that get missed? I. I, I you know, it was brought up during the committee uh, that there, there was that this part was taken out and not put back in. So during the committee hearings, uh, so you know, we we were under the impression, and and there was some trying to fix it during that time, but it just it didn't facilitate. So uh, you know, there's options. Um, I can definitely see us going to a caucus maybe for the next one, but I'm sure that again, it's going to be discussed in June. We might have to go back into a special session to fix that, uh, because of course. Once we get back into session, it'll be too late to do that, most likely. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we could go back. I actually, you know, I've been to a caucus before. It was actually kind of fun. It takes a little while, but it's actually a very interesting experience and process. Not something you can vote early for. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, well, no, you're there. It's not unprecedented because, what, as of less than 10 years ago, mm-hmm. the, st- the state we had a talk- caucus, right? Right, right, yeah. And there's other states that still do it. So uh, so it is. It, there, there's ways to fix it. Will it take a special session? I mean, it doesn't have to, but I could see where we we could be going back into doing oh, that. We've been asking people, would you be heartbroken if Idaho doesn't have a huge impact on the presidential race? And they all look at us like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it is becoming the thing, though. I mean, you know, the states, especially when Trump was running and he was, he didn't come to Idaho. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I had a lot of people that were like, when's Trump going to come to Idaho? Uh, so it is becoming a, a bigger deal, it feels like, and people do want to have have that ability to be able to see the presidential candidate. We, we had a primary in 2016 and Ted Cruz won. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Probably because he did come to the state. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. There's it'll it'll get fixed one way or another. I know it will. Uh but uh how that's going to play out exactly we we don't know yet. We're talking with state senator uh Tammy Nichols. Need to take a quick break. Uh, get a final check on uh traffic and weather. You can stick around for another segment. Absolutely. All right, because we definitely want to hear about your uh, trip to the uh border that okay. you recently took and your uh interpretations there. We'll take a break. Once again, state Repres- or state senator Tammy Nichols. Uh, with us this morning. KBY News Time is 847. We're live at the Star Country Cafe. Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Live from the Star Country Cafe, it's a hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing and a special guest, State Senator Tammy Nichols, is uh, with us this morning. We're in her district, her neck of the woods. Um, <laughs> but be, while we have you for a few more minutes here this morning, I did want to uh, talk to you a little bit about something that uh, you did here recently, and that was a uh, trip down to our border to check out immigration. Yeah. And want to get it from you firsthand because we hear so many people saying on one side, they go, oh, this isn't near as bad as it's being made out by the media and then the other side says no it's way worse than what the media is even making it out mm-hmm. you got to get your eyes on it firsthand um and it happened just before title 42 you were down there just before title 42 ended correct we were there right before it ended and the night that it ended we spent on the border all right so what evening. what did you see yeah so i was i was anticipating two things either we were going to see the, the mass numbers that they've been talking about that are there, uh, we were in the El Paso area, or there really wasn't going to be anything at all. And uh, it ended up being the latter. Uh, but in talking to the locals, what was really interesting is they said, you know, the, the government's been coming in and cleaning everything up over the last week. They've shipped out people. Uh, there was a thousand that were sent to Colorado right be- the day before we got there. Probably a coincidence, right? Oh, probably. <laughs> definitely a coincidence. Uh, but yeah, cleaning everything up. Uh, we went to one of the churches that uh, is known to help the illegals as they come over. They had about 40 porta potties that were set up along the sidewalk and they'd been there for, for months. Uh, but when we were counting, when we were walking through the alleys and everything, we maybe counted about 50 people when uh, one of the gentlemen that I was with had just been there in December when Title 42 was originally supposed to expire and there were hundreds and hundreds of people there. So, uh, so you know, the, the, the thing that I came away with is that they, the government really wanted us to make sure that that we felt that there wasn't any problem going on there is no border crisis everything's under control and and everything's fine and that's not what we're hearing uh talking to the people talking to the experts talking to the border patrol while we were down there uh and and uh, the word that's going around now is that every state has a border crisis going on now because of what's transpiring and what has been transpiring uh, you know, the numbers that we've been told, or and we've heard these for a long time, is 11 million. We have 11 million that have come in. Well, not not in talking to, to the Border Patrol, not in talking to uh, other people that work for organizations that, that deal with border issues. Uh, you know, the numbers that are coming out are, are around 22 million. And 22 million is a is a you know double 11. So and where are they all going? Well, they're they're coming into the states. Uh, 22 million in what period of time? 
Uh, that's just within the last several years, is hmm. my understanding. Um, in fact, there was an article that came out in the Washington Times back in 2018, and, and they were estimating at that time that it was $16 million, uh, during that point in time. Um, $16 million and, and $30 million illegal immigrants in the U.S., uh, you know, three times more than what, what we've been told. So so the numbers, you know, and, and we can only go by the ones that we actually apprehend, the ones that actually turn themselves in. Right. There's many that get across that we don't even know about. I think one of the concerning things that they told me, though, what, and this was from Border Patrol, is that last year they caught 98 um, people, individuals, that were on the terrorist watch list. That was last year. This year they're already up in the 70s, and we're not even halfway through the year yet of people that are actually on the terrorist watch list. I, I saw an article on the day that Title 42 ended said that they had caught four people just that day alone uh, that were on that terrorist watch list yeah and that that's concerning um but yeah we we went ahead and and, and did a tour of the border and learned a lot of information so right. are the are the non-terrorists are most of them able to find work good question yeah. yeah good question right now they're just taking them in processing them giving them a court date might be two to three years out and then they turn them loose State Senator Tammy Nichols, thanks for stopping by uh, this morning. Appreciate it. Uh, you, you stopped by just before we started talking to you, so you haven't even had a chance to eat breakfast yet. Uh, but you know what, this is you. a great place to eat breakfast at, for sure. Uh, it really is. All right, uh, we got news coming up here next at the top of the hour. It is Open Phones Friday. One more hour. If you want to get in for those Luke Comb tickets, get into the Star Country Cafe. Somebody's going to win them today. Might as well be you. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, it is 9.05, and we are underway in our final hour. Casper and Chris, hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We're at the Star Country Cafe, come on out and join us. Uh, we do have uh, a couple of seats open. The place is full, uh, but we will find a place for you, I promise. I know we have one table open back here near us, a couple of seats open near us uh, we can get you uh, into, but it's been a very popular spot this morning, and um, I understand why, because the, the food so far has been fantastic. I, I, I know it's hard to screw up bacon when I say their bacon is great. It's hard to screw up bacon, but their bacon really is good. So if you love bacon, uh, they've also been told to uh, order the haystack. If you're hungry, um, our, our engineer here this morning ordered the haystack. And holy cow, there was a bunch of food in that. And supposedly one of their uh, highlights here at the Star Country Cafe. By, by the way, the, uh, the Bonefish Grill, sweet deal, uh, it, it sold out. What? So fast? Yeah, it was about five minutes. Five minutes? Well, that's but, what we predicted it would but, be under five yeah, minutes. But so. they're done. So, <laughs> um, if you if you just uh, tuned in and were hoping to get in on the sweet deal, you'd forgot to set your alarm. Yeah. Guess what? You missed out on it again. Sorry, apologize. Uh, but we do sweet deals every uh, Friday, so there are still other sweet deals available for you that you don't have to wait for till Friday. You can go to kboi.com once again. Click on the Sweet Deal link and take advantage of it right now. Final chance this hour, by the way, to get your Luke Combs concert tickets. Just had another person sign up. Everybody who comes here, you're, it's 
you're only competing about with the people who stop here for our hometown breakfast at the Star Country Cafe. We'll get your name and your phone number. You're only competing against the people that come in and say they want the Luke Combs tickets for tomorrow night. So if you want these, you're in the final half hour or so to get those tickets. Stick around also on the way here within the next 25 minutes. We've got another pair of tickets to the Idaho Steelheads. Those of you listening this morning, you don't want to come to the Star Cafe. You're busy. You're at work, but you still want to go see the Steelheads game. Uh, we've got tickets for you on the way. Keep listening and be ready to call at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We also have uh, one or two more pair of tickets here at the uh, Star Country Cafe that we'll give away before 10 o'clock. Just say you want them, and they are yours. These are Sunday night tickets, so Sunday night tickets. Um, the uh, puck drops 410 at Idaho Central Credit Arena. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's, which, by the way, that's where we're going to be coming up here next week. Don't forget, uh, they put convenience in convenience store, drive through window, where you can grab anything in the store with their drive through window, beer, wine, energy drinks, food, donuts, cigarettes, uh, doesn't matter what it is. The only thing they're not allowed to sell uh, through the drive through is lottery tickets. Everything else, don't even have to get out of your car, so get into Fast Eddie's in Meridian today. Uh, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about rich in boise wants to talk today uh rich you're on open phones friday good morning to you well yesterday you were talking about the durham report and people were calling in complaining how nothing will probably be done about it well durham did everything about it he could he put forth his three best cases he got probation for somebody on one of them and two acquittals that's all he had. And, you know, you, you got to also be reminded, he was appointed by Barr, who was appointed by Trump. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that it was, was a little bit by. It was Barr who, uh, in 2019, made it possible for uh, Durham to go ahead and continue investigating after the Trump administration ended as well. Yeah, and then and the Biden administration did nothing to try to stop uh, Durham from his investigation. But it was thoroughly investigated. The trials also, they were in Virginia, not New York or Washington, D.C. But there just, there just really wasn't. You know, and it didn't vindicate Trump. I mean, look at all the people around Trump that went to prison for felonies. So there was, there was something going on there. Yeah. But, well, well, they, 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 you know, they started out saying that the FBI was totally biased. And then they changed that after about a year to say they were looking into see whether or not the uh, the Hillary Clinton campaign had started the whole thing about uh, Trump and Russia. And ultimately, what Durham found is that uh, it 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 was not a deep state type of thing, which uh, Trump had accused them of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it, it, it more started from Hillary and not... I, I don't even know what the deep state... No, when it, people it, say... It, it didn't. It, apparently, it just started from, uh, as they as they said to begin with, it started from one of Trump's uh, people getting drunk and bragging that they were in cahoots with the Russians, and then he didn't have any evidence of that, and neither did they. Well, where did the Steele dossier come from, then? Because that wasn't one of Trump's people that getting exists, drunk and talking about well, it. Well, that didn't have anything to do with this particular, uh, with the Crossfire Hurricane, because... Well, that's where it they, started. They hadn't, no, it isn't. They hadn't even read the Steele dossier until several months into the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Oh, okay. So I guess I, I, read, I, guess I read something different on the Durham report, because I thought that was where um, 
Part of the accusations coming in from uh, Hillary Clinton uh, is the Steele dossier, and Hillary Clinton paid for that um, as oppo research on on Trump. So well, to, to that's, be, that's from what when, I got when from it, When it started out, it was one of Trump's Republicans' opponents that paid for it, but then they offered it to the Clinton campaign, and they said, sure, why not? It's information. Yeah. Well, and, and something um, on, the, on the Steele dossier, uh, yesterday Casper was saying, well, it was preposterous that Trump would have prostitutes pee on the bed that Obama slept in. That sounds to me exactly like what something Trump would be. I mean, it might not be true, but it was a totally believable story. <laughs> I mean, because because you, 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 you know how that, That's the part where I, I said it was preposterous because well, it no, wasn't but, even true. But the thing about Washington, <laughs> well, D.C. Is, is if you have a story involving anything and anyone from Washington, D.C., you can say, well, that's preposterous, and then you find out later, oh, I guess it wasn't so preposterous <laughs> after all. Not that this yeah, necessarily yeah, it, happened, but D.C. has a lot of that. It, it yeah, that, like the, the part that Trump I said was be. preposterous is that we heard for years that there was uh, a tape and come to find out now after being years saying, hey, there's a tape proving this. Uh, no, there wasn't a tape. And that was the preposterous part to me. Well, Thanks for the well, call. We, we, don't, we don't really know there wasn't a tape, though. Yeah, we do, because there by... is no tape. If there's a tape, there's a no, tape. Was, if there's not a tape, there's not a tape. It, but it was supposedly taped by the KGB or whoever the Russian intelligence is. So they, if there was a tape, they would still be the ones that have it. But we haven't seen it. That's what we know. Yeah. yeah. It, we know that it, until it, anybody sees it, it doesn't exist, no matter how many times you wish it does. Thank you for the call. Well, actually, according to Schrodinger, it, it does and doesn't exist at the same time. <laughs> it's like matter and antimatter. <laughs> Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, another person writing in, you can email us, because we know that, you know, sometimes, even though it is Open Phones Friday, you're not able to call in. Uh, email says, regarding the horse killed in Parma, having grown up in a small community like Parma, I'll bet the locals have a pretty good idea who most likely did this. There are always biff types in every community, and they typically are the root of the chaos going on. Oh, biff tannin? Yeah. I bet a good criminal investigator could figure this out in a few days that comes from john i hope so i really really do because the heinousness of this crime killing an animal shooting it from the roadway nine times i mean a horse by the way horses yeah. don't attack so you can't use the oh it was coming right at me so i was protecting yeah. myself coming right for us yeah um just the heinousness of that crime um to me just it is horrible. And I hope that you are correct, that this idiot opens his mouth to the wrong person and people turn him in. Now, there is, um, it's starting to turn out to be where if you do have information on this, um, it could make you a good chunk of money. Now, we told you about the local businessman in Parma um, who offered a $1,000 reward. Yesterday, Humane Society uh, added on to that. There is a $5,000 reward on top of the $1,000 reward um, available right now. Plus, they're also doing GoFundMe uh, so that there can be even more money added to somebody who turns this person in. So if you know who shot this horse nine times, uh, guy was going to give his grandson this horse, a six-year-old horse, shot from the road early morning. If you know this person, please um, pass the information along, because I, I would sure dearly love to see this person Got a few brought to justice. Instant messages here that uh, I'm a little late getting to, and I apologize for that. Two dogs wanted to ask Tammy Nichols to uh, justify her proposal 
to criminalize the administration of mRNA vaccines. And uh, I think the only answer I have was that her answer would probably be that uh, that she doesn't like the fact that you know that, that they're being run out if, if if they're not necessary, and and that should be criminal to you know make everybody do something that's not necessary. Mm. That's I mean that's that's a real simple way to put it. John wrote in to say a star development question. So how are they going to keep it from burning down? Every few years the winds blow from the west across the cheatgrass desert and thunderstorms start it burning and all you can do is get out of the way. To me this is a bad idea. Uh I hope I would hope that they have something in mind for that. Yeah. Um there there's things that you can do plus not only that but um when you you know, put in a subdivision with over what do you say, a thousand ninety-five homes, mm-hmm. um, almost eleven hundred. Yeah, um, that area right now where that subdivision would be uh, is cheat grass and grass. When you start to put in subdivisions, you start putting in wide swaths of green grass and green trees that get watered and don't burn very easily. Um, now, the areas around it, maybe, but um, there's ways to fix that, too, with fire breaks and, uh, and planting uh, grassy areas and things like that that don't light on fire so easily. So I don't know what the specifics are. It hasn't even been officially approved as of yet. Right now, it is going through the uh, approval process. Um, let's go to uh, Kevin in uh, Caldwell. He's on the line waiting, 208-336. I, actually, I didn't realize how late we are. Kevin, stay right where you're at. We need to take a break. Um, uh, we'll get back to you. If you want to get through, it is Open Phones Friday once again. Final half hour, if you would like to uh, get in and get your Luke Combs tickets, get into the Star Country Cafe. If you sign up, you'll be in, in our grand, grand prize drawing. Need to get here before 945, but if you want to do that, we're here this morning at the Star Country Cafe on State Street. It's Open Phones Friday, Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Hometown Breakfast once again brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Kenny is here. The party is definitely underway. We're at Star Country Cafe in Star, Idaho. Still a chance to come on by. Just got another person signed up for the Luke Combs concert tickets. Final uh, about 25 minutes or so. If you want to sign up for that, we'll announce the winner before the end of the show. Also, we have two more pair of tickets to give away to the Idaho Steelheads. Just come in and say you uh, heard us on News Talk KBY. It's for Sunday's game, 410 puck drop. If you want to get those tickets, Come on in here before 10 o'clock. We'll give them away. Also, for those of you listening who want to go to the Steelheads game, we have a pair of tickets that we will be giving away for tomorrow's game coming up here within the next 20 minutes. So be ready to call at 208-336-3700. As uh, we were going to break, we were just about to bring on Kevin, who has been waiting on uh, hold this morning. Kevin, thanks for being patient. Uh, Kevin from Caldwell, you're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Hey, I was going to call. Well, I did call in yesterday, but didn't make it on there. Um, I was calling about the Durham report, and it is actually a way better thing for Republicans than people are giving it credit for. Um, it exposed a ton of stuff yesterday, and about the only way you're going to figure this out or find it out is read the Durham report itself, start watching congressional hearings, or read foreign media, which is what I do, because the local media, or not local, but American media is not covering it. But um, it exposed the fact, several things, exposed the fact that uh, the, the, they're now going to go back after the Clintons because in 2016 they dropped four investigations on the Clintons. Um, and uh, that just kind of shows when you the, say the they, differentiation. Who are you talking about when you the, say they dropped four investigations? The FBI? FBI. Okay. And 
And, uh, you know, that shows the disparity and injustice there, just that in itself. But, you know, one thing about, you know, I think it's Rich that always comes on there and says, well, they didn't get any prosecutions. They're not going to with Durham because Durham was put there by Bill Barr, Bob Barr, whoever he is. And uh, he's a deep stater. He doesn't want to, you know, it's like the country club, club Republicans. They don't want to prosecute people and they can't do that anymore. They've got to start taking lawbreakers and and prosecute number we're going to have a, a, a country that just doesn't work anymore and along with this week i mean the other things that happened i mean uh, they also proved that they dropped the investigation or the uh, they they dismissed the the people the investigators and the irs that were investigating the hunter biden laptop because a whistleblower came forward that's huge i mean that that is going to get some heads rolling there um, you, you, they dismissed all those FBI guys. They're doing hearings on the FBI agents that came forward as whistleblowers and were fired. I mean, I've never heard of so much violation of American law in my life this week that's been breaking out. And I think it's been a, I mean, it's been a horrible week for Biden. Yeah, there were three. But you're not here. There were, there were three FBI agents. They, they actually became whistleblowers after they were fired, but they were fired because, uh, the, the reason that was given was that they kept uh, spreading uh, conspiracy theories that the FBI had nothing to do with. Have you heard their uh, testimony? No, I haven't. It's worth listening to. It, okay. It's not false. It's not false. Just listen to the testimony. That's what I do. I'm, I'm unfortunately not a sports guy. I do not watch or listen to any sports. I'm politics. I listen to congressional hearings. I listen to investigations. I listen to actual testimony. And like I say, read the Daily Mail. You will get the news America will not give you. All right. Thank and you for the call. The, Appreciate it, the Kevin. Rest, the rest of England won't even give you what the Daily Mail does. What was that, Kevin? I said, it's it just a great great week for Republicans. Now we'll just see if they've got the balls to stand up and do something for America. All right. Well, I don't know what they can do. I mean, they only control the House is, is all they can, I guess, investigate and, and, and whatnot. But... Um, we'll find out, I guess. Thanks for the call. Mike and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Uh, I want to talk about the mayor and the city council and uh, spending money, I don't want to say like a drunken sailor because that's an insult to a sailor, but this investigation with Boise police and what's come out, and now it's 650000 and some of the recommendations are just basic things that everybody goes by in law enforcement. Uh, don't lower the standards to uh, get my more no more minorities. Uh, keep the standards high. Do this. Do that. Uh, I mean, it was a political witch hunt on an individual that doesn't even wasn't even employed anymore. And if the mayor and the city council were uh, a CEO and board of directors, uh, they'd be fired. Uh, it's just a disgrace. And then they come up in the city council and talk about, well, the 150000 was a discretionary fund. Where does all these discretionary funds come up with? Uh, I mean, it used to be in government you presented a budget. You had line items of how everything was going to be spent. Yes, you had maybe uh, uh, 50000 in emergency contingency uh, for those unforeseen things. But the city of Boise for years has had a bucket theory, and they always seem to do it. But this investigation and what what came out um, is basic 101. Uh, I mean, the mayor and the current city council uh, are just, you know, Mike, they're let me, on. Let, in, me ask, 
Let me ask you this. Um, do you think, based on what happened, and, and I agree with you in, in the fact that all this came out after he had retired, but with the fact that he had been a longtime police officer and this uh, came out just after he retired, don't you think that it should have been investigated to find out if this was happening within the police department when he was there? Yes, I think you look okay. at it. I mean, first off, he was a captain. So did he arrest anybody? He hadn't arrested anybody in 10 or 12 years. Uh, did he spur this philosophy around? It didn't take that much, a big firm out of uh, Washington, D.C. You could have hired uh, you know, two former Idaho attorney generals and retired FBI agents to come in and investigate this probably for $20,000. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, they I, came I, back. I, with, I kind of, I kind of agree with you. We're up on time here, uh, but I just wanted to find out if, if you thought that the investigation shouldn't have happened, or if you were okay with the investigation. Um, and I think also in the investigation. And by the way, thank you for the call. I think it, it, it's also kind of a positive that we we learn. I mean, there's no such thing as you know good racism. Um, the fact that any racism happened is not good. But in, in it. An office uh, environment, and there are 400 employees within the Boise Police Department, uh, and over the entire time that they investigated, they, they found six complaints of racism within the Boise Police Department, which, in my opinion, seemed a lot less than what I was really expecting. Um, I, I think that's good news, and like I said, no racism is good. But six over the entire time that they investigated seems, seems to be much better than a lot of different offices, let alone police departments in our country. Need to take a break. Uh, open phones Friday. Continue 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We're live at the uh, Star Country Cafe. It's a hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 936-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. That's the phone number to get through if you want to take part in Open Phones Friday. Brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. You can also email us, chris at kbui.com, mike at kbui.com. Once again, final half hour, we are at the Star Country Cafe, State Street and Star. Come on out and join us this morning. Final chance to get your Luke Combs concert tickets. All right, you got 15 minutes to sign up for those. We'll announce our winner before we're done. And if you want tickets uh, to the Idaho Steelheads on Sunday, come on in and we'll give those tickets. Just say you heard it on News Talk KBOI, and you can get those tickets once again this morning. Uh, let's see, what am I forgetting? I, I, I think that covers us back as we uh, reset here again this morning. Uh, Dallas gets me on Facebook this morning. It says, uh, I'm headed towards Mountain Home, and it is super smoky. Are there fires east of us? Uh, Dallas, no. Apparently, there are wildfires going on in Canada, and yeah. that's where all this smoke is coming down from. So, uh, not so fires this is, here. This is imported smoke. This is imported smoke. Yeah. Keep that in mind. It's not our smoke. We have too much snow in the mountains. International yet. smoke. <laughs> too much snow in our mountains yet to uh, light on to light the mountains on fire here. John writes in and says regarding Boise ex police investigation, the problem I have with it, it was an investigation in search of a crime instead of investigating a crime, which drives a deeper investigation. I agree with the previous caller, which was what Mike, right? It uh, could have been done much more economically by hiring a high school debate class to do the investigating, and they would have made the same no-brainer recommendations for a lot less cost. 
Uh, let's go to the phones. A couple of people waiting uh, here this morning. Uh, Jerry in Eagle. It's open phones Friday. Good morning. What did you want to talk about today? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I wanted to uh, chat a little bit about the uh, West Ada School District levy. First of all, I'd like to thank KDOI for the sponsoring a uh, very fair and even uh, debate between both sides prior to the election. I think you're, you're the only radio station to conduct such a debate. I think it was very important. And, uh, you know, it's greatly appreciated by a lot of people. Go to your, your integrity and credibility and, and uh, what you do to, to protect that. Thank but, you. Uh, I think before I think before the election, one of you gentlemen predicted it would uh, not pass. I I, I don't want to accuse one or the other, but I, I do remember. I did I did say I did not think it was going to pass. I'm very curious on um, uh, why you think it didn't pass, and, and were you surprised that it failed by such a, a, a super majority that it failed? No. Um, I'll tell you again, and I told why, I, even when I predicted it, why I thought it wasn't going to pass. Um, and I'll say that it, it, for the same reason once again. And, and I don't have a dog in this fight. I used to live in the West Ada District, but moved out uh, a year and a half ago to uh, Napa. So I don't have a dog in that particular fight. But my feelings were that there were a lot of people that I think think that there is a need for new schools because of the overcrowding, that there is a need there, you know, for new roofs and, and some of the things that need to be fixed in some of the schools in within the school district. I think people are behind that. However, $500 million is a big ask. It's the biggest in history of any school district in the state, and I know West Ada is the biggest school district. But here's, here's the, the main reason why I thought this was going to fail. So many people, um, based on phone calls and texts and emails that we have received over the last half decade at KBOI complaining about property taxes and wanting property tax relief, especially with how much our property values have risen over the last three or four years, have wanted to see property tax addressed. And the legislature and finally a, did that this year. We got a little bit. We got a little bit. Back in March. Here's, here's, and here's the thing. That, that amount on a half-million-dollar house supposedly about, is going to give about $500 a year in property tax relief. Well, guess what the property, this this bill would have done if the levy would have passed. It would have taken all of that away. So you've got all these people who got, well, wait a minute. I just got property tax relief that I have been yelling and screaming about for five years, and now I'm going to give it up in the very first year that I get it. So that's why I thought that it was is going was going to go down. And, it, it, I mean, it went down by quite a bit. It wasn't close. Well, I, I think you're I think you're spot on, and if I have time, I'll give you two other quick perspectives on that. Uh, number one, uh, people are are tired of property tax owners taking complete burden of this, while developers uh, don't pay a penny to the schools in in uh, uh, impact fees. I think that's got to change, and your listeners should be on the phone to their legislators, telling them to do what's necessary to institute uh, impact fees uh, on all these new homes that are being built here. And if they, if they got to change the Constitution, you know, go do it. Uh, the, the other thing is that um, uh, when, when you listen to their campaign, it wasn't going to raise your taxes, but it people were confused by the messaging of the, of the campaign, and confused voters vote no. The, the, other, the one thing I will say, Jerry, um, 
Jerry, is when you talk impact fees, and, and you're right, that is something that it's right now it's against the law, so the state constitution would have to be changed. Uh, I will say, even if the state constitution is changed and you require uh, impact fees from developers, uh, those developers still don't pay impact fees. You realize, you realize that, don't you? It's, it's, it's It'll be added to the cost. The It'll be added, added to the cost of, of the home. The property. Yeah. Well, I, I moved here five years ago, and I would have been happy to pay uh, an impact fee to the schools uh, in one shot uh, and, and put it on my mortgage instead of uh, my property taxes going up uh, like they constantly do. They tax me out of my house in Washington State. So um, I think I think the things have got to change, and I think voters have figured that out, too. All right. Uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. I was going to say, high, high taxes in Washington State? This is the first I'm hearing of it. No, 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 it's not. Good grief. <laughs> Who was it? We, we heard from somebody uh, last last week who stopped by our hometown breakfast last week who had moved from Washington yeah. here to uh, Idaho. And there were a couple of things that, that we asked him about. And we said, what's the weirdest or hardest thing to get used to? And he goes, it's so weird that the people I vote for in elections here in Idaho actually get elected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other thing he said, and this, was, this is kind of cool because I think we do take it for granted. He said um, he thought that he was on the Truman show when he first came here and i go how so and he goes everybody is so nice they wave to you here for no reason and it took a while to get used to that Mm. Uh, thank you for the call appreciate it um let's go to paul in nampa good morning you're on news talk kboi it's open phones friday what do you want to talk about good morning oh i I was interested in into hearing that they wanted to get some more money out of the um out of the city to be able to do some more investigating for racism in the department. And I just, it brought to mind to me, um, there's a number of places where racism resides and grows. And one is prison is the biggest one. Um, every, every group has a faction and either belongs to a faction or they kind of die by the wayside while they're in there. They're, they become the hunted, the prey. And, um, you know, the whites have their, their skinheads and they have their Aryan nations and their Aryan, Aryan brotherhood and some other ones too that I'm not going to get into, but then the blacks have the bloods and the crypts that are in there and they have the black gorilla group that's in there as well. Um, that's what they call themselves. I'm not making it up being racist. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. Um, hurry, hurry with your point. We got about 30 seconds. We have to take a break. Well, they don't get along in there, and they recruit when they're in there. So you become one when you're in there, and when you're out, then you're taken care of when you get out. So it's not like the whites are the only ones that have any racism whatsoever. And the greatest threat is what I hear Biden say is the threat of white nationalism, and that's just not so. That's just that's a hoax that he's putting upon us, and I just I don't believe it at all. Because it's everywhere. It's not just in one location, and it's not with one group. Um, blacks do not like whites, and blacks do not like browns, and browns do not like blacks or whites. So I think that's you know, a that's a pretty general statement that you're making you know, right there. I don't think you can just say that well, about everybody. The, the the difference comes. In, thank you for the call, by the way. But the the difference comes in numbers of people if you have the majority of the people 
and you are prejudiced against another group of people, it, if they're prejudiced against you, that's one thing. But if you are the dominant group, the group that's usually in charge that has most of the money, the prejudices that you have will have considerably more impact on people's lives than the other way around. Mm-hmm. He's right to say there are racists of all shapes, sizes, colors, and whatnot. Totally true. However, uh, the, the, the problem tends to be with whoever's in charge getting their own way. We'll take a break. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. One more segment on the way. As we go to break, as promised, we were going to have a pair of tickets to the Idaho Steelheads tomorrow. For those of you who are listening, here's your chance to win. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Caller number six, those tickets are yours. Final pair of tickets, by the way. Also, when we come back, we will announce our winner of the Luke Combs concert tickets for tomorrow night. We're live at the Star Country Cafe. It's the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Yeah. Ah, yeah, the unmistakable sounds of Luke Combs. Congratulations going out to Tom Conklin. Gave away a pair of tickets uh, this morning, our final pair of tickets. Uh, Tom Conklin, uh, we just did a grand prize drawing out of everybody who signed up today here at our uh, Star Country Cafe live breakfast this morning. Congratulations, Tom. Somebody will be getting in contact and how you can pick up those tickets. Also, congratulations, Jason Robinson, who's calling number six, picked up our final pair of tickets for tomorrow night's game uh, with the Idaho Steelheads. Round, uh, this is the division championship round and game number one tomorrow night. And also a huge congratulations to all of our winners who came out to the Star Country Cafe. We gave away all of our Idaho Steel Ted tickets uh, for Sunday night's game out here today, too. So, once again, to all of our winners, congratulations to everybody who showed up today. Thank you. It was great meeting you. Um, I, Star is so nice. Everybody here in Star is so nice and just a beautiful area. I can I can see why they've jumped in about 10,000 people in population over the, <laughs> the last five or six years and why they're they're looking to grow even more. It's just a, a great area. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Last couple of minutes to get to some emails here. Just run real quickly. This is a text message. If these Oregon counties who want to be a part of greater Idaho do get voted to become a part of Idaho, will they be allowed to bring their pot business with them? No. No. As a matter of fact, the people that are voting to come to Greater Idaho, don't want the pot business yeah. or the drugs that have if been it, legalized in Portland. If, if, it, uh, if it happens the way that they want it to, and we've pointed out several times, it's pretty remote, the chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ones that joined Idaho would, 
adopt the Idaho laws, they would uh, do away with all the Oregon laws. They, you know, they'd have to start pumping their own gas, for instance, and uh, they wouldn't be able to, you know, buy marijuana uh, without, uh, you know, going back to Oregon. In a certain way, that would also help out those people here in the Treasure Valley, Boise, Nampa, etc., who don't want to see the pot sales like that right. are going on in Ontario because it would make the border of Oregon another two hours away from Boise from where it is right now. Um, so there are people here in Idaho who would like to see it too because it would move the pot even further away mm-hmm. from Idaho than what it is right now. Let's see, Ed writes in and says... I'm against Boise spending so much money on the police investigation when they could have put the money to better use, like painting designs on the road intersections. <laughs> I get the feeling that was maybe just a... Sarcastic a, a little, little bit? A little bit sarcastic. <laughs> and I, then... Uh, oh, go, go ahead. Okay. Idaho Boy writes in, uh, says, Prosecu- uh, Prosecutorial abuse was used against many of Trump's folks. Michael Flynn was fraudulently charged with lying to the FBI. He was coerced by prosecutors to admit something he didn't do because they said they'd go after his son if he didn't admit to it. What people don't understand is defending yourself against the federal government, even when innocent, is expensive, intrusive, and you don't come away unscathed. Flynn was a basic was basically broke when he admitted to having spent all he had on defending himself. Independent voter says uh, Representative Jim Jordan admitted Thursday that two FBI whistleblowers testifying in front of the House Judiciary Committee were paid by one of Donald Trump's advisors, Cash Patel. Now, can you really trust what these guys say? I watched some of the testifying, too. A bunch of claims, once again, without facts. Jordan alludes to all accusations with a smirk and can't answer a question straight anyway. That's about all the time we have for today. Thanks to everybody here at the Star Country Cafe who treated us so nicely for the hometown breakfast. Thanks to Kenny and everybody at Cloverdale Plumbing for making this possible. And thanks for you for stopping by today. Next week, as we kick off your Memorial Day weekend, we will be headed to Fast Eddie's in Meridian. It's their anniversary. Hope to see you there next week. Have a great weekend.